Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Stevie, look over there. What's that? That? Why, that's the music machine. Music machine, music machine, like no other gadget that you've ever seen. Whatever you want to sing about, put something in it and the song comes out. You could fill a you could fill a mason jar full of piss and call it Granny's Peach Tree Tea, but it's still no. Nah, that's about what Granny's Peach Tree Tea tastes like. <laughs> Granny's Peach Tree. And you go <laughs> uh, after Peach Tree Peach Tea. Peach Tea. Peach Tree Peach Tea Tree Tea. The tre- Peach Tree Treaty of 1482. That was very very important. Was this Mega City One Peach Tree TV? Yes. Peach Tree. <laughs> Geek Shock, not for audience consumption. Another T-shirt, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's true, though. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, folks, to Geek Shock number four hundred fifty-eight. Hold on, or Geek Shock. There's not so many buttons. No. No. Okay. All right. Except That's... that now it makes it a lot harder to edit yeah. out. <laughs> I think we should restart. <laughs> Once again, Matt ruins it. <laughs> you gotta admit, Todd, I don't make it this hard for you. <laughs> right. Welcome to Geek Shock number 458. I am Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Make believe that. And we're here to talk Week in Geek. Maybe you heard what that was. Maybe you didn't. Hopefully you didn't. <laughs> Uh, before we go into what we did geeky this week, a few business things. One, the Geek Shock Book Club has been chosen their October book. I always insist that it be spooky, and spooky is the choice. The original classic Dracula by Bram Stoker. Wow. Wow, indeed. I'm going to try it again. Dracula. D- Dracula. 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 Stoker's. Yes. Bram Stoker's 18... 18- Something novel. So we're not doing new stuff that not many people know about and showcase up and coming. No, no, no. we're not. Why would we do that? No, we're not because that would have been. Never mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> never mind. Oh, boy, my. oh boy. I blame, it, I blame you, Professor Bates. <laughs> I tried reading it eight years ago. <laughs> it's twenty twenty percent through it before I just threw the book. It's it's challenging. It's it is challenging. It's, it's almost as challenging as trying to read Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. That one's a tough read too. It's Ooh. a little dry. Next year. Yeah, next year, Biggs. <laughs> all these beautiful Bram Stoker Award winners all up for their all up for their, but no Dracula. Yeah. yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> Don't give him ideas. The you know, novelization. That's, that's, that's hilarious. I'm all for that. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, you know what? I've been wanting to give it another shot, so this forces my hand to say, okay, I'm going to buckle down, read Dracula. Right. I've, I've read Frankenstein. I've read uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Let's go for Dracula. What about Dr. Heckle and Mr. Jive? That <laughs> is the ultimate in Australian rock. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I read Dr. Heckle, Jekyll. Dr. Heckle and Jekyll? Yeah. yeah that's... Uh, that's it's been banned from libraries because it's racist. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. Just step right. Wow. It's like, you know. I'm taking over for Andy I, I, today. Have you ever? 
<laughs> Hi, folks. Welcome to or or or. <laughs> He's gone beyond smothering with a pillow. He's smothering with a freaking mattress at this point. All right, we are a few weeks away from Scoop Fest. Yay! And I think I've got all the ducks in a row that I can finally announce what special thing we're going to do for the live show, two o'clock on Saturday. Special. Uh, I think we're kicking off that day. A few years back, Scully wrote a screenplay for us based on The Watchman called The Couchman. And when it happened, we, we kind of made a big deal about it because it's a pretty awesome satire of both our show and The Watchman. So if you're a fan of both, it's built for you. Alas, before we could set up a recording of it, of course, we lost Paul and... And that everything just kind of spread to the winds. So this is our opportunity to do a live reading of The Couchman. Live studio audience. Are we live? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Paul's going to be on board to read his part. We're bringing in uh, Professor Biggs to be the narrator reading all the screenplay who's it, what's it's. And uh, yeah, we'll be doing a live version of Scully's The Couchman. And then once it's all done recorded, I'm going to take a couple weeks, and then I'm going to add sound effects, add a little music, and then I will post it to the Geek Shock podcast site itself for mass consumption if you can't come to the live show, which obviously many of you can't. That's what's happening for Scoop Fest. I hope you're excited as I am because I've been wanting to get into this screenplay for ages so gentlemen what geeky things you do this week maybe it'll energize you a little bit i watched maniac on netflix ah that was rather enjoyable i really liked it tell me what you liked about maniac Maniac. um i liked the style of retro futurism that they were using um is it looks like it's set in the 80s and the majority of the technology is right out of the 80s with one or two twists of futuristic like AI and so forth that are still built with technology that would look like it would come out of the 80s so um, that was pretty cool so obviously the the design uh, the set design um, Emma Stone and uh, a totally svelte Jonah yes. Hill Jonah Hill yes thank you barely I, recognize him yeah both portrayed their characters extremely well Jonah Hill's character has some mental issues, which plays into the storyline, but he plays the character so well. It's not the Jonah Hill you're used to, the kind of the the snarky, you know, animated, wisecracking, you know, making fun of things Jonah Hill. He's pretty darn good at being serious with this with this role. Right, without giving too much away, what's Maniac about? Uh, Maniac is about a pharmaceutical trial, which is using... Pharmaceutical trial as in testing a drug. Yes. Okay. It's a combination of a drug, um, a um, computer AI that is able to scan your brain, um, your brain waves, and then um, also it's able to kind of craft... Um, not necessarily memories, but kind of craft a world to kind of draw out 
whatever your psychosis is, you know, whatever your, uh, not psychosis per se, but like uh, whatever the trauma is that's made you depressed, sad, etc. And then um, it's a three-step process, and then it uses the AI to, computer to uh, uh, figure out what the best course of therapy for you is. And so the, the goal is for them to eliminate, you know, talk therapy as a um, way to heal it's it's they think it's they think it's going to be a more um uh beneficial way of healing than traditional drug and talk therapy cocktail but what uh, you know with a story like this you know of course it goes awry and things happen that uh what i would expect in something called maniac yeah yeah so uh anyway it's i just i really uh was enjoying the storyline i i like the performances um the the design you know the the set design the the overall aesthetic of the film was just really cool i really enjoyed it sweet and it's a it's a 10 part series so um give or take about nine hours because like the first few episodes are like an hour and 15 minutes but then some of the last couple are only like 30 to 40 minutes each so oh okay so um it's i I think the cuts that they do to, you know, figure out what the end of the each particular episode are, are very appropriate. You know, you're rolling into the next story, uh, storyline, within the overall arcing story. So yeah, highly recommend it. I think I think you should, any, anybody out there that uh, would be interested in something uh, crazy like that, we enjoy it. Nice. What else to do this week, guys? I played Five Minute Marvel. Five Minute Marvel, based on I the Five yeah. Minute Dungeon game, but it's Marvel. Tell me about it. You like the original one more than this one? What? What? Do you like the original one more than this one? I kind of yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. It's really the Five Minute Dungeon is just works better to the system, or well, Marvel they they do they do a little different. They're a little different, little bit. How how's um, it different from Five Minute Dungeon? <clears throat> five Minute Dungeon. Okay, brief recap: Five yes. Minute Dungeon. You play a class. You get your own deck of cards with symbols on them: a shield, a sword, uh, a scroll, etc. And then you flip over cards that are uh, bosses you're fighting. And what you have to do is take from your deck a card and throw it down to match the symbols. So if it's a creature with two swords and a scroll, your group has to throw down, you know, somebody has to throw down a sword, somebody a scroll, you know, somebody can do it all. You got to just match it. This is all real time with a timer. It has a timer. It's an app, and uh, you have five minutes to do it. You can stop the dungeon, uh, the timer, I should say, uh, to do things that's that's sort of a good break clarify reset and then get started again and so on and you build up to a big boss and the big boss has a combination of icons that uh are that's that's the hard one to work so the marvel its difference is that every character there's superhero characters you got your iron man your hulk but you also have uh, Spider Gwen. Oh, uh, Medusa. Yeah, 
and uh, <clears throat> your card deck is split. You actually have 10 cards that are your character cards, that you, things you can do, and then you have a resource deck that is divided up amongst us all, and um, you, can, you can mix those to make your hand. So that's an interesting difference right there. And um, otherwise, it has similar rules, you know, exchange cards. Um, I had a power, discard your hand to, uh, or discard three cards to, you know, get two people to draw two, and I never used it, <clears throat> um, stuff like that. But uh, uh, Stephanie used the hell out of her ability, and so did Paulette. They were constantly uh, doing their thing. So who were it, they playing, respectively? Steph was playing Medusa and Paulette was Ms. Marvel. Marvel. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kamala Khan, Ms. Marvel. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And uh, Paulette had um, discard three to get someone to draw, to get everyone to draw two, I think. And uh, Medusa, Medusa could just wipe out a minion, couldn't she? Is that her power? Uh, yeah, she dropped three cards and a minion, which is a card type, could get. <laughs> What's going oh, on? Oh, you're talking to me? <laughs> no, no. I'm. It, you, you keep putting your mic down. It keeps catching <laughs> sounds wherever <laughs> you put it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you aimed it right towards the air vent. So yeah. All we heard was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So. Sorry. But anyway, yeah. Um. And so that was interesting, and there are interesting things about it. It's it's kind of funny. I just I really prefer genre. I think what I'm seeing is I prefer genre that's more vague, more generic. I would rather see a five minute superhero rather, although in the nature of this game i understand the you know what they're doing uh i mean if if you're not doing spider gwen then what kind of superhero do you describe it i don't know but it, it's just it, it doesn't grab me like five minute dungeon does okay <clears throat> that one really that one really grabs me so i i guess i my comparison is like with munchkin because superhero munchkin is you know like all munchkin it's freaking hilarious because it, you know, takes the piss out of the superhero tropes, as it were. So, but it, it's still a good game. It's not like I don't like it. I do like Five Minute Dungeon better, but and I like the combination. I don't know. Kind of sounds like you don't like it. Well, it's all right. It's <laughs> all right. Saying. I was ready to play another round because we played through on the regular, the normal setting, and uh, the veteran or the harder one. You have more boss cards that you have to deal with every round. So I was ready to do that, and everyone else was like, yeah, well, yeah something else. Oh, wow. So how so, many games of this did you play all together? Six, <sighs> I think. I think there were six bosses. Okay. There was like Red Skull, Loki. Spoiler, um, Thanos being the last yeah. big bad <laughs> yeah, boss. Yeah, Thanos' last. Ultron. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was six villains. Green Goblin. Green Goblin. Red Skull, I said Red Skull, didn't I? Who was the second boss? Uh, so it's Green Goblin and then... Uh, I don't know. MODOK. MODOK. That's who it was. MODOK. Not enough MODOK in my life. MODOK. Yeah, so... So, I still recommend it. 
uh, despite what Jeff says, don't listen to Jeff. <laughs> but um, it uh, yeah, you know, I like the I like this engine. I like the five minute concept. I hope they can do more with it. So and see if they can they can expand. Um, but yeah, so five minute Marvel. Nice. Speaking of Marvel, I've been playing more of Spider-Man on PlayStation 4. I'm over 80% there through the game. Still the same thing, doing every single side quest along the way. So there's literally nothing else to do except go forward on the story. <laughs> it's, it's that much fun. Now, I will say something for this game that I don't think I've seen in a good while. Is You're looking at that percentage of you are you got a percentage completion of the game. It tells you on the main map how far through the game you are. Around the 80% mark, the thing just went off the rails awesome. Like, okay. it was a lot of fun, but then all of a sudden it's like, okay, here's the game you really wanted to play. Kaboom! So, yeah, I don't want to spoil it any further than that, but man, that game opens up into fun town. Wow. All right. Yeah, so four-fifths four of the way through the game, the fun game became even more fun. Now, this is this is in the context of the story yes. that you're playing? Within the story of the game, I love how the game uses MJ, Mary Jane Watson, how the game uses Miles Morales. It's, as I said in the last show, that this has kind of driven me to uh, read some Spider-Man comics oh i did some of the old ones since then i've read some of the newer ones and i started reading the brand new day set which i oh. get that that's the post wish thing post yeah uh, <clears throat> post devil what's his name uh, mephisto mephisto and so mephisto. it's what's what's weird is i started at that moment it doesn't mention anything that happened prior to it yeah that's, and it's like that's probably the point yeah so <laughs> But it's very obvious that this game was based around that storyline. Hmm. Like the a villain that is introduced in that storyline is a big part of this one. So it's been fun reading that going, oh, here's some of the inspiration. One of the other comics I ended up reading in the whole Spider-Man jump was what uh, it's. I can't remember the adjective to it because you know there's the Amazing Spider-Man. That's the, but it's the one where Doctor Octopus has traded places with Spider-Man. So Doctor Octopus is actually being Spider-Man, trying to be the most impressive yeah. Spider-Man. He Superior possibly can. Spider-Man. That's, That's it. it. Superior yeah. Spider-Man. That is an interesting read. Because oh. hmm. it's Doctor Octopus trying to mac on MJ, where. You have Peter Parker as kind of a ghost following him around. He can't be heard, but you just hear, you get to see the ghost of Peter Parker just yell at him for a, for the entire comic. And it's a fun arc of Dr. Octopus trying to be a hero, but a very self-serving hero, and be, thus becoming a very different and very violent Spider-Man. So if you want a little something different Ooh. in your Spider-Man, that's an interesting comic to read. So that's what I've been reading with this, and of course been reading some Dracula, too. <laughs> Dracula. I think you'll make it through this time. I'm going to make it through. All right. Because I'm, I'm going to power. Because I I I want to be able to say, okay, I've I've read this book, even if it's a, an assignment. 
And, and I'm I've already further than I ever got reading it the first time, so I'm, I'm climbing that hill. And don't get me wrong, climb that hill. That that the book has some really good moments. And in fact, the the first. Fifteen percent of it is is blockbuster. It's fantastic. Are we still talking about Superior Spider-Man? Yes, Dracula. yes, we are. <laughs> Superior Dracula. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> More violent Dracula. <laughs> I, I can get behind Superior that. Superior Dracula. There was a nice video I discovered on YouTube that was uh, called "Vampires Before Dracula." So it was talking about all the different folklore around the world about vampires before Stoker really set in stone a lot of what we think about today. Uh, that's one of the things I love about the Pine Deep trilogy from Jonathan Mayberry, is that, yes, that is a book series that centers ar- around a vampire as the main villain, but it is based more on the folkloric vampire versus the post-Stoker vampire, so it's a whole different kind of read. Yeah. It, it, well, it's amazing. It's, they, they weren't always undead. They, uh, the <clears throat> I guess, Chinese vampires are supposed to be invisible. It, it's it's a whole bunch of different weirdness. So yeah. it was very cool, very interesting. Yeah, you want to read a good vampire story? Pine Deep trilogy, Jonathan Mayberry. But then again, I'm on a big Mayberry kick anyway. I just finished another uh, Joe Ledger novel. That's that uh, Jack Bauer meets X Files thing I was talking about before. I think I've just finish the eighth one about to start the ninth ledger's the character joe ledger is the character okay because yeah. it's like mayberry joe ledger yes dracula right what the hell are you talking it's about it's the ultimate super team up <clears throat> no but no but no larry correa right yeah. no larry correa. <laughs> <laughs> so no larry's own <laughs> so what else you do this week gentlemen that was about it for me yeah. wow. it's a five minute dungeon yeah yeah I I got a cup I got a couple of my friends together and I I I talked about wow. So <laughs> wait wait you got together for a wow discussion or like talk me into it talk me out of it? Um sure. <laughs> what kind of answer was that? <laughs> so who did you get together and why? Well, it was the 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 Sunday gaming group. Okay, because apparently I'm so derelict. In, in us having Sunday games, they finally said, fuck it, and all of them reactivated their WoW accounts and started raiding. Yep, because of you. And, You're and, the cause of it all. <laughs> and so I was like, wow, I'd like to do that, but my, my laptop is so ancient, when I opened it up this evening, Jeff was like, wow, <laughs> it's a gateway. <laughs> and so it's a gateway to fun yeah but i was like can i can you even can you even can i even play world of warcraft on, on this thing? On thing and they're 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 like sure yeah can, is your is your computer more powerful than a toaster i really don't know <laughs> i've seen some new toasters yeah, lately yeah, i was gonna say some of the newer toasters <laughs> so i'm i'm sort of like hmm so I don't know. I mean, I'm in no position to buy anything right now, so it's not like it's an immediate decision. But I was just I was contemplating it. I've been looking at classes. I've been looking at races. All right, listen. I'll, I'll I'll drop it here on the show. You're no, gonna be getting do my it. older computer. What? 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 When I get a brand new computer. Well, <laughs> Does Paulette know this? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. Wait. 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 Repeat, ah, you're funny, that. Jeff. You're funny, Jeff. <laughs> I don't know how you know how marriage works, but. <laughs> 
Uh, you're going to be getting my older potato of a computer that runs it just fine. Uh, well, um, uh, thanks. Thanks. That's how <laughs> but no thanks. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm just like. <clears throat> so that's what we're going to be. So doing. that's what that was. Because yes. at one point, wow. one point, Lewis and and Matt was sort of like, well, what we talked about before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Enough. Oh wow. <laughs> I was like, well, three lines. So yeah, I was just like, what the hell are they talking about? So well, it's official on the show. Yes, Matt, you're giving him the old computer so that he can play World of Warcraft or do whatever he wants with it. Just oh, I oh. want it out of my place. You're porn. A, you're Lots a more mean porn. man. There Matt. you go. Gonna make him play Warcraft. <laughs> have you ever played it? No. So you have no idea what you're talking That's about. That's right. It's oh, a, it's a uh, burn. I I do recall when Barry got out of it and he goes, "What the fuck was I thinking? Spending all that time?" Isn't he back game? into it? Uh, <laughs> I think he like d- delved back into it for a little bit and then quit again. Yeah, that's true. His guild turned out to be a bunch of, I don't know. He wasn't happy. Ah. Um, well, yes. He just said it was an ultimate time waster, and he's like, I have life to live. Yeah, but yeah. see, that was the old game. It, uh-huh. It's changed a lot. It's, it's streamlined big time. Yeah, right. but but to, to that then, the ultimate time waster, does isn't that pretty much everything we talk about on the show is an ultimate time waster? Yeah, but if there's some variety, that's fine. But if, See, you, if all you're doing you is focused say, on one particular you game... You say ultimate time waster, so you're not playing WoW. What are you doing then? You're sitting on the couch watching TV. Ultimate time waster. Like, you can say that about everything. I watch TV. I read. Ultimate I play time games, waster. Talk to Torga about that one. all yeah. kinds of different <laughs> things. Goddamn truth. I waste so much goddamn time reading. No doubt about it. I gotta fix that. Well, and there's variety. You can play an elf. You can play yes. a dwarf. There you go. Yes. You yeah. I also like to go out and live life. You know. Oh yeah. Go do things. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> what's the last? Ti- what's the last thing you did out in out in the oh, world? Don't don't. Uh oh. Actually, uh, never mind. Don't answer that. Not on the okay. show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I still I still need him to take me to the strip club. The the one where he has connections. Oh, okay. Don't ruin that for I'm, I'm me. Gonna jump on, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on that too. Okay, so <laughs> you take both of us. <laughs> he oh, takes back it? everything you said. <laughs> yes, that's right. You're right. You're a good man. Wow, sucks. <laughs> wow, is terrible. Wow. Oh, it, you know why it's wow? Because it's like wow. This is terrible. It's yeah. A, what a time waster. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I knew that little bit of information before I launched into that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So, so blood elf, demon hunter. Okay. Or I don't know. I was I was looking at, at warlock, nightborn warlock. It's really funny. They're all like, "Oh, Kirsten, you want to be a warlock?" And I'm. He's got yeah. a warlock thing about him vibe yeah, yeah. there we go body, I, body type <laughs> <laughs> no, i think my body type is tank without the armor <laughs> it, it, you know that, that i think that's my uh, or mount but i can't carry anything <laughs> it'd probably be it but yeah it, it's funny they were all like that oh curse no you want war like that and it's like but i like to get in there and hit stuff and and matt's all like yeah but you gotta be you gotta be really quick on your feet and move around and you're kind of new to this and i was just like what i just want yeah but they're gonna move around you gotta move around and i'm like uh. i always played solo so i always liked having uh, pets or or things that I could conjure to go attack things for me. I could well, basically I was having my own little group. And they were doing that. They're like warlock. You can summon yes. things to attack. Yes, like, yes, indeed. 
Well, it's, yeah, there's a. It's called a Felguard. It's got a huge axe. It runs in there and bashes things for yes. you. Oh. Warlocks or the Druids, either one. Yeah, Druid. I was reading through. It's like this does tank. This is tank. This does damage. This does healing. Druid tank damage healing. It's like <laughs> uh, no wonder, because everywhere you look on on Warlock stuff, uh, Warlock World of Warcraft stuff that I don't know. Right, but videos or adverts and stuff. Druid. They're druids. No. Druids here. Druid there. Antlers growing out of their head. <laughs> Fawn tails coming out of their ass. Whatever. And they're furries. <sighs> yeah. So I was just like, okay. So. And the game also has an element of Pokemon in it too. Yeah. So that's how we're gonna hook Andy. <laughs> <laughs> he wants Andy to play so bad. I'm like, dude, I don't. He could be a brewmaster. Yeah, you know, pursue a brewmaster. Yes, there's yeah. a brewmaster. There's class. a brewmaster. It's a monk. There is. Yeah. It, it drinks a lot. lot. That would make sense. It drinks a lot. Sir drinks a lot. <laughs> makes yeah. sense. Pursuant to what uh, uh, Jeff was saying about going out. I think one of the reasons Andy likes Pokemon is because he goes out and he wanders around. If, like, Pokemon was sit, I, I mean, he will enter a zone where he will play a game inside the house for hours. But eventually he's like, ah. So I think that, I, so I don't know. I mean, I, the, 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 I, the, I the Get Pets thing. Yeah, no, play, I, so. I don't either, but. You're right. It's right up his alley. I was looking at the pets. I already got it figured out. <laughs> So how's the how's the yellow water? It's good. Okay, it's good. <sighs> now, is there still a monthly fee for World of Warcraft? Uh, yes, but you can also pay in-game gold too for your month. Oh, so you can go to the auction house and sell off all the goodies that you make, and yes, and how much gold does that take? It's like one hundred five thousand. That's a lot of goddamn gold. <laughs> not now, not now. Oh, okay. My God! When Inflation. I was playing, I was like, "Okay, I can make that in a year." Yeah. No. I'm not a dwarf. I'm a man in jail. <laughs> wow, there's a. There's a I, I was thinking about that when they were talking back. about everything. It was really funny, and just like, "Wow, can we do that? Can we find someone? Can you can you farm gold while Torgo is plunging for push plushies?" <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I, I would try my hand at some crane game this uh, this last week, twice. And of course, you did. Yeah, but I win. That's the thing. Is I won. I saw that. Yeah, that pumpkin picture. That was pumpkin. first try. That pumpkin. First try. First quarter. Devil pumpkin. I saw that. I saw that devil pumpkin. I had to have that devil pumpkin. Where is it? It's in the other room. Oh. All that? the the plushies are devil plushies belong in the bedroom. Pumpkin. Yeah, that's the rule. Bedroom plushies. <laughs> there's 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 only one place for the plushie, and it's the bedroom. That's right. Oh yeah. That along with my mummy candy corn plush. Ooh. Yeah. Mummy candy corn. Nice. Is nice. Gotta say, that's some fun times. Those plush time wins kids knows what they're doing. Yeah. That's true. And they're uh, they're gonna do a world tour. Found out. Plush Times no. wins. They're doing a full world tour. One, to meet fans from around the world, but to play arcade games from around the world. So, I mean, they've already got, gone to England. They've gone to Japan. So, I, I, they're not coming here. They've already been here in Vegas. And you missed them. I did. I was, I was very sad when I found out they'd come and gone. But Wow. Yeah. But they're going to do the world tour, and I'm sure they're going to go to L.A. So, if I 
I'm not going to go to L.A. to be. Oh, <laughs> poor six LA. hours. What? Four hours. Sorry. Uh, I, would, I would fly. It depends oh. on. Yeah, I would fly. The half hour flight is worth it. Yeah, really? Yeah. It's funny. It's like you ascend and you descend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like we're cruising in altitude. Of, oh, here we go. It's yeah, really. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're not cruising. We're now descending. Um, God dang it. I'm trying to remember. I did something else. Oh. Did I mention I watched The Dragon Prince? No. Netflix. What's The Dragon Prince? Uh, it's a fantasy. It's a... Uh, Style reminds me of Avatar, you know, Airbender. Okay. Uh, it's animated. It's a Netflix series, like 10 uh, episodes. Humans and elves fighting, and oh, wow, there's a dragon, and this is the MacGuffin to, for peace and stuff. So I don't want to say too much else, but, uh, you know, kids, fucking kids. Fucking kids? Wait, wait, what? Kids what? fucking kids. Kids. Kids fucking kids. Kid, kids being heroes. Oh, that, that, oh okay. That <laughs> shit. <laughs> you said kids fucking kids, and I'm like, what movies are you watching? I mean, there are some it, animes out there. It. Ha. <laughs> uh, no, it, it. Stephen King novels. Yeah. That's right. Um, the ritual chud motherfucker. What was that? What was that? It was in the British series. <laughs> Brought called, them together. Was in the British series called Kids, where they were constantly having like the orgies and whatnot it's well, a the, little extreme description but was yeah. that a okay. series yeah, yeah. i remember the movie yeah that yeah the, the, the thing was where it's called skins skins oh. thank you okay skins is the the english one it's like degrassi but turned up to with fucking with to rated r <laughs> wow point. yeah my goodness it's good skins is fantastic if you like if you like degrassi <laughs> i don't love skins <laughs> wow <laughs> oh my god uh, uh, now skins i mean that's some hard-ed shit when it comes down to a high school mm-hmm. story well kids was i mean did you see that movie i never did yeah rosario dawson's uh uh debut chloe savini and yeah it it's it's a bunch of 13 14 and 15 year olds that are filmed going around New York being kids. And so there's sex and there's drugs and stuff like that. Uh, there's one hilarious scene where Dawson is talking with the other girls and they're talking about how you fuck a man and, and what you need to do. And it's, it's, it's so funny because on the one hand, it's kind of chilling. Right. Because it's like, this is, this is a weird conversation for this age. But on the other hand, them waxing experts when they don't know what in the hell they're talking about was actually pretty fucking amusing. So, it, it, you know, uh, this guy, this director, he's, uh, he's a little on the edge because he also did a movie called Ken Park, which is about an underage teenager having an affair with a woman. And it was graphic. Oh. And so... There's there's a little bit of controversy behind that, especially what is simulated, what is acted, and what is real. Ah. Like in kids, I think finally, decades later, the, the kids admitted there was a scene where they uh, <clears throat> they were high in a park, and they had actually gotten high. 
and some of them were talking it was the first time and how they were reacting to it and stuff like that the uh, one kid who's the 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 big uh he's the one who sleeps with all the girls um he was he was talking yeah it's we had we had like i had like two or three sex scenes and you know we're 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 filming it and I hadn't had sex yet, so I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And, <laughs> and, so, and it's just, <clears throat> it was bizarre. This bizarre movie. Um, yeah. And I didn't even do that this week. We're just talking about it. Another great thing about skins? <laughs> <laughs> the musical numbers? Is how much of the game of thrones alumni comes from that show oh right right yeah i remember that yeah it is full of games of thrones people and they're i mean were they, were they back, kids yeah or? back when they were more the age wow yeah so fine skins they're it's, all grown up now it's really really good <clears throat> wow that's really funny it's funny when you see that you see that little chain of stuff especially like the disney kids and then and and they're all moving on and working up and sure another British show Misfits, uh, that's uh, what of science no what's that's a that's a whole different starting group of people oh. uh, but Misfits is kind of like you know what it kind of is like Misfits of science because it's yeah. about a bunch of kids that are on work release for their for misdemeanor crimes oh, okay and they get struck by lightning and end up with superpowers what yeah. And again, a British show, dark humor, uh, but one of the actors is the same one that goes on to play, uh, what is that horrible, nasty character from Game of Thrones? The, mo- the evil oh, son of a bitch. Oh, uh, yeah. I heard about this. That's right. I can't remember his <clears> name. He plays Ramsey Bolton. Yes. The guy that plays Ramsey Bolton was in Misfits, and he was great in Misfits, and, and just, yeah. Yeah. Find these shows if you like Game of Thrones. They are fun, fun, fun. And dark, dark, dark. Well, well, well. Anyone here go see The Predator? Nope. No. Neither did I. I just couldn't bring myself to see it. I watched a few clips and I'm like, maybe it was wrong to watch the clips because it made me want to go see it even less. And it's Shane Black, right? Yeah. Yes. yeah, and I'm I was kind of excited about that, but then after I saw the tone from the clips, I'm like, it seems a little too silly. Well, I I hear I mean Shane Black, I I expect some humor. Sure, I mean some humor, but it 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 was the like I said, the clips that I saw were pushing past you know humorous takes on incredible situations where you're you're that's your coping mechanism. This was like. Silly for the sake of being silly. All right. And that, that really kind of turned me off of it. Like um, when the predator my, heard the kid when he bumped into a table and the kid's like, Ow! My leg! And then throughout the rest of the movie, the predator is like, Ow! My leg! <laughs> <coughs> want, some, like that. want some candy? Want, want some candy? I think I'll probably end up waiting for it to go to the dollar theater or something. I didn't see the last Predators, I think it was called. That was all right. Was it? Yeah, that was all right. Yeah. I can get behind that one because it's whole game world. They take them all, like the worst of humanity, and put them on that planet. That's right. And they hunt them. You got, you got a Yakuza. Yeah. You got, you got a cartel guy. Cartel guy. You got a serial killer. You, you got the guy from The Pianist. <laughs> <laughs> was he actually playing The Pianist? Was it? No. No. 
No, you got he, the 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 right out of the prison yard. So prison yard, guy. prison yard guy. Yeah. Then you got the mercenary. Yeah. I I have to cop to the fact that I have never really given a shit about the predator as mm-hmm. a, as an entity in stories. What? I, I I like the original one. The the that one is that's one of the few movies where you actually see uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger get the shit beat out of him. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's a, also, and not to get too controversial, it's one of Schwarzenegger's better performances. This is true, too. Uh, but uh, Predator 2, I never really cared much for that one. Mm-hmm. And certainly Aliens vs. Predator, I'm on record not caring for the first one I saw. From there, I just kind of gave up. So I, I don't know. I, I never cared much for the Predator as a character. I mean, as a the singular villain, the first film, yeah. it's It's... Man versus alien creature. Boom, 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 shoot, shoot, shoot. But from then on, they try to create kind of a, a mythos. And some of the stuff from the Dark Horse comics kind of worked for me. I read some of those. Yeah, those were good. Uh, but when it came to what they did in the movies, I'm like, I just, I just I don't care. That's just not for me. I mean, your mileage may vary. I hope you enjoy them. But that might, never spoke to me. That scene where they pretty much clear cut the jungle because they think they, the predator is down there. I always love that scene. They're just like, what's he shooting at? Oh, well, whatever. Oh! Oh. And then the next guy comes running up. What are they shooting at? Okay, I'll join. That, that was like, my first introduction to a rail gun. I will say that. <laughs> Minigun? Minigun. Not a rail gun. I don't know. I'm it's not, not a, a rail guy. gun. It's not a chain gun. It's a minigun. It's gun. a minigun. Is it a double minigun? A double secret minigun? All right, a now, double secret yeah, extra whopper minigun? Now, 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 you're just, now you're just being difficult. <laughs> Have you met him? <laughs> I actually um, picked up that minigun in uh, the gun store over here. It was used in the Predator by a jet. Fuck, fuck things heavy. Yeah. yeah. Like, Wait, they, they have the actual gun yes, used in the movie? Yes, they have the actual one that just the body venture used in the movie. At the gun store on Tropicana? No, it's, uh, I got a picture of it. But, but which gun store? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> so it's like a lot of help for you there. But hey, hey Matt. He was pretty <laughs> drunk at the time. Good story. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. I don't remember where I was at. I don't remember why I was there, but I was at a gun store. Shut up, I, Jeff. And I picked up a, a heavy minigun at Jesse Ventura. I, I, I was drunk at the time, holding a big gun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember much. <laughs> so somewhere in Vegas, there is the chain, the minigun from the Predator. Wow. And it is heavy. It is heavy. Yeah. Did and it you, also has the bonus of being held once by Matt. Yeah. There it is right there. Wait, but where? Yeah, wait, I know, wait. right? <laughs> You'll have to check the location well, tag see. on your picture. Let's see how my Google <laughs> Oh, wait, is. you showed him a picture of you holding the, yes, the gun yes, itself? Yes, there I am. Yeah, that's a good-looking gun on you, mister. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> I would yeah. say post it to social media, but you aren't. <laughs> no, well, pff, I'm laughing now. Look at all you guys getting hacked. Fuck you, social media. Uh, did you get hacked? No. Oh, probably. No, but I have a few friends on my feed ah. on Facebook who actually said, guys, I didn't open up a new account, so don't friend me if you see something from me. I'll tell you if I'm doing that. <laughs> I was like, what the hell's going on? I, I, that's the one I see the most on Facebook is the, the dupe account. The, yeah. The other person has a name and they start posting. and yeah. yeah. But that coincided with the explosion. Well, a derp. That explosion coincided with uh, the announcement of the hack, so I'm ah. assuming that that's where he, that's where that came from. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Anything else you do this weekend? Damn it. I, I'm trying to remember, and I... That's okay. You'll pull a Nandy. You'll have it by I the end can't. of the show. I can't. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. And Andy's coming back next week. Oh, God. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> Get ready for some spread. <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> Can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's do some emails, gentlemen. Uh, first email, could you explain Atari variants? I've never heard that term. I guess I could Google it, but if rather Torgo it. Thanks, Chris. What the, the, the tardigrade? The tardigrade is. Yes, that's what you probably mean. That is, uh, that's from Star Trek. No, no, no. Discovery. The, the, or... no, he wants to explain Atari variant. Oh, oh. Atari variant. <laughs> I heard the same thing. Yes, I know. <laughs> Fine. God, Andy's not even back yet. Yeah, but ex- explain it, Todd. Since All you, right. We're the yeah. one that brought it up most. Uh, what What that is, Chris, is that is the. Atari Game Select Switch. Uh, There was basically four switches on the Atari. On, off, black and white in color. The Game Select Switch and the Game Reset Switch, which would just start the cartridge all over. The Game Select Switch, every Atari game, especially the ones that came out from Atari itself, would have multiple games per cartridge. And that's what I meant by Atari variants. That's... That's probably the wrong term I used for that. It's the uh, a game select switch. So there were multiple games on the cartridge. For example, we brought up combat. It's essentially a difficulty switch. In some like games, from yes. Before it became like easy, medium. Except that there was also on the back a difficulty A, oh, B switch. Okay. So that was right. a little different too. But the select game would, uh, for example, combat. Uh, combat, you would have that uh, initial one where there are two tanks and then a bunch of little barriers and each person would try to shoot each other. But then you get to the second one, the second variant or game select, where the bullets would bounce off of things. And the third one would be your t- all tanks are invisible and only can be seen when you hit the fire button. Oh, yeah, that was cool. And then the next one would be, oh, then each person is a biplane going through the clouds. And then the next one would be, one person is three biplanes, while the other person is one gigantic biplane, which would get shot all the hell because three always beat that one big plane every time. So there was probably about 38 different kinds of games on combat alone. Variants? Variants, if you will. Wow. And 38? There's probably more. How do you do that with with a switch with one switch? It was not so much a switch. It was like A to B. You would push it down, and it would go to the next variant, then the next variant. Oh! And in fact, if you missed the one you want, you had to go all the way through all the variants. Yeah. Yep. Get around to the one you wanted. You know, it, dude, you are dredging up memories I haven't thought of in about thirty-five years because I had an Atari. So I'm like slowly remembering all this shit. Yeah. Wow. Just like I was talking Surround, which was that light cycle style game. Uh, The final game select variant uh, was the drawing one. So you would go to like, I think it was the eighth one. You go to the eight and then you'd go out to draw your faces. Other than that, you were playing light cycles. So that's what game variants are. It's actually the game select switch for each game on the cart. So I hope I clarified that a little bit for you, Chris. Uh, Second, a male. Hello, my geeky overlords. 
What's crushing my time is Master Torgo's book recommendations. Everyone I read to are added to the pile. Damn, it's a good time to be a book lover. This got me thinking about my own difficulties in choosing what to do with my non-work time. I've been known to stand in the middle of my living room trying to decide whether to play a video game, read a book, read a comic, watch a show on Netflix, or go to a movie. The struggle is real. Do any of you have a way of, to force a choice? Or do you also end up just scrolling through Facebook and Twitter for an hour then find you don't have time to do anything? Also, since Fact yes. Check wasn't there, a minor note on the brief discussion of R. Lee Ermy. He was a drill instructor for the Marines, not a drill sergeant for the Army. Jeffy Roth. Yeah, I Did, said that wrong, and I knew it like, oh, after I said it. Yeah, but, Gunny. He yep. was retired as a gunnery sergeant, yep. and so he was the Gunny. I used to watch his mail call. Oh, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. Hoorah! All right, do you have suggestions on what you might do if you do anything to interrupt that uh, Baskin-Robbins, which of the 31 flavors do I choose of geekdom? That's tough, because yeah. I'm, I'm slightly OCD, so sometimes if I get locked in that compulsion cycle where it's like, I should do this, no, I should do this, no, I should do yep. this, no, I should do this, and then I have to like force myself to stop and kind of reset. Um, but yeah, sometimes it's just whatever I'm in the mood for, and sometimes I do, you know, I sit down and I'm like, you know, maybe I'll look at like Yelp or something and think, oh, maybe this will inspire something to go do or, you know, some place to go. And, and then sometimes I'll scroll through that for like 20, 30 minutes and then go, I just wasted half an hour of my time. Now I need to really make a decision. And then it's either too late or, you know, I have to move on to the next thing. I'm a completionist. So once I start, like, say, say I choose, oh, I got to watch this show. I have to finish the whole series or season or else I forget everything and then I have to rewatch it or reread it or replay it or and I just don't have enough time to do that. So, I tell you what. Uh, I I first I first read something like this on on Twitter. Uh, so I I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing this. I really wish that video games had a last time you played yes. and brings you <laughs> up to the storyline because yeah, if I put down a video game for a month then when I come back to it, I'm like, I don't remember anything that happened. I think I mentioned, yeah, I, I fired up Diablo 3 for the first time in several months. And it was right in the middle of an exposition scene. And I listened to one minute and I'm like, oh, fuck. And I turned it off. <laughs> Previously on your game of Diablo. Yeah, I was just like, I don't know dang, what dang. they're talking about and fuck. And, and same with fantasy novels. That's one of the main reasons I don't like reading series as they come out is because I will have forgotten a portion of that novel by the time novel two came out, and then sure. again on three. Sure. I, I just finished uh, Queen of Crows by Mike Cole, his second fantasy novel after The Armored Saint. Mm. And I, I had that issue a little bit. And that's not a big novel. They're novellas. They're not very big. And, I mean, I got back into it after a little while. He's, he's pretty good at leading you back into this is kind of what happened before, so here's where we are now. Not all of them are. And so I, I've had fantasy novels where like, well, here's part two. I don't remember what happened last at all. And and just, yeah, big chunks just go away. It's just the human brain. So you forget all of Game of Thrones once the new one comes. <laughs> well, the, they, you don't because they're it's nice the enough to go last time on Game of Thrones and well, give you a, yeah. a little play-by-play to bring your brain back up to speed. 
So the TV usually does that pretty well. Unless you're you stop in the middle of a binge, well, like I was, you said. I was talking more about the book series when he finally drops his new what is it? What was the last one? Dances with Wolves. What is it? No, not Dances with Wolves. Kevin Costner's. Wolves or something. Uh, wolves of Winter or something like that. Well, that was his last one. Dances right? with Swords. Yeah. Dragons of uh, Dances with it? Dragons. Uh, I, I love Dances that with George R. R. Martin. Whatever his yeah. last one was. Grim Martin. <laughs> yeah. I'll take Swords for a thousand, Alex. So when he drops his new book here, you know, in ten more years. You won't know what the hell happened. Yeah. I stopped that series a third of the way through the last book that was released. And that's why I'm kind of hesitant to go back to it. Because yeah. I'm like, thank goodness for the TV show because I've forgotten most of the shit. And and there's a lot more characters in the book than there are in the show. So I, a I, lot I, more. I, I feel a little lost going when, back. When you look at that cast and you realize... Like half those characters are, in the are amalgams. <laughs> oh shit! I thought you were going. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. I thought you were going with the skins angle there, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> when you realize, hey, I saw when they're fifteen-year-old faking sex. <laughs> but if the book series is all finished, then you can go at your leisure and like the uh, like the other Mike Cole series that I read that was finished when yeah it came out yeah. So, but that's kind of on a tangent. How do you? choose when you have so many things to choose from and and it, and it expounds as soon as you go into more how many subscriptions do you have huh. do you have yeah. a library card it's roll a d20 <laughs> ooh that's not a bad choice assign things hey i, I stole that from barry because he's done that he's like uh like one to five we do this you know six to ten we do this Right. Okay, we're doing this, and and, and I I have the same problems, Jeff Iroth. I have surrounded myself with many many options of things to watch, read, and play, and a lot of that comes back to PTSD from when I lived in California. Because when I lived in California, I didn't have much income coming in. I so what I had to do around me was very very limited. So I when I moved back to Las Vegas, I had a better job. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna surround myself with things that I can go to, so I won't have that problem again. And I kind of overdid it. When it comes down to it, the DVD collection, the book collection is just ridiculous. He was isolationist cabining. I I'm sorry. It's where you basically <laughs> think about if you if you were to buy a cabin in the middle of nowhere. Oh, okay, okay. Be an isolationist. You're you're storing up for that. Right. I kind of was in in California by not by choice. Right. I couldn't go out and do anything because I didn't have the money to do anything. But I kind of did all the things in the house already. Which has got to suck considering how much stuff there is to do in California. You sure. Know, like I want to go do this, but I can't because I can't afford to. Right. I yeah my my five months in California what a dichotomy, I was so happy to be out of Vegas and it was so nice, but there was so I, I actually made a couple friends mm -hmm. I I played D and D I went to a lot of movies, but God uh, there was the flip side of just not being able to do anything. I I didn't know you were only out there for five months. Five months I went out in August and I was back. New Year's Eve. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good time to come back. 
Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, I, I have the exact same problem you do, Jeff Roth. I, yeah, even, even at work, I bring a book with me to work, and then I spend my whole break on Twitter. So I, I, I feel your pain on that. I take a nap. <laughs> if I, I sit there and I'm like, well, I could, I could, well, I could. Yeah, I'll take a nap. All right. I, you know, because I used to do that. I could stand in front of my DVD collection for an hour. Gonna watch that? Nah, I don't want to go. I watch it. Ah, and what do they call that? Like decision paralysis or yeah, something like that? Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what this is. Yeah, yeah. It's decision paralysis. It's it's funny because you know it's it's also a game theory thing. If you give somebody too many choices, it actually makes it more difficult than if you give them fewer. But there, there's supposed to be a happy medium because you give them too few, it's almost it's almost I don't know like bitter or something it's like ah fuck this i don't i I don't like any of this but you give them just enough they can make a choice and go with it but i i I will say one thing i i don't consciously do but now i'm thinking about i realized i do this is that i actually schedule my time for specific things uh the days off that i have uh one of my favorite things to do is to play marvel puzzle quest i know you play it too jeffrey roth and i spend the game for as much as I play, it takes about an hour to play, if not a little bit more. So that's when I play the news so I can listen to that while I play the puzzle quest. And then when that's done, I'm like, well, now is if there's a video game I want to play, that's where that time comes in or that's where a TV show time comes in. Once I've done the movie or the TV show, that's when model painting time comes in. So that's where that goes. Or if Jeff has the TV, that kind of forces me out of the TV and go, okay, that's model painting time. So I will, I will do that. But always, always, it is at least an hour, if not two, of reading time before bed. You should see how confused he gets when I, I mix in asking him if he wants to go grab some dinner or go see a movie or something into that mix. Then he's just like, I don't know what to do. I'm Yeah, I'm horribly structured. This is true. Nice. So very nice. So it, it does cr- allow me to cross all the things that I like to do, but only on full days off. And then you know, if I'm off work for an evening, then that gets truncated even more. Puzzle Quest is always going to happen. It happens every friggin' day. And then it's probably a few TV shows, usually YouTube, because that's like, well, I don't want to start the 10-hour thing. I got into that last time. So... <laughs> <laughs> It just cracks me up. You're like, yeah. I don't want to spend 10 hours watching TV, and you'll spend 10 hours watching YouTube videos. Well, of course. It, it, it's a goddamn rabbit hole. It we happens. all know it. It happens. <laughs> I, um, I actually play a lot more Catan because I got a warning uh, in my email from the job. I'm still going too fast. Oh. Yeah. We... Uh, you're too efficient at this. You're too good. Yeah, Fuck off. It, it's funny. God damn it. It's funny. It, <laughs> I, I'm, I don't... Uh, I, can't, I, can't, I can't get too detailed, but I'll say that the top of the rate I should be going at was 75, and I was averaging 76. Oh. <laughs> I shit you not. Yeah. I got a letter for that. Shame on you. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, I've... I've because I will. I'll just sit there. La, okay. Yeah. You were yeah. One None of the above. Click. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Click. And all of a sudden, I'm over. So I actually put on Catan because it'll force me to stop. 
Take so a turn. I can take a turn, and then while they're running around, Alexander is attacking Cleopatra, and blah blah blah. I can, I can, you know, look at some asshole talking about something, and and say this guy's an asshole, you know. So, which is, I think that's pretty much the limit of what I could possibly say. <laughs> I'm straining the NDA as we speak. Sure, but it, yeah, it's funny. Uh, I would. Yeah, I was like, oh, I want to watch tons of movies. And when I was, I started watching Bond movies during the job, it worked out perfect because I'd seen them before. But as I started getting into the zone of stuff I hadn't seen, I'm like, I can't do this because I'm missing shit. That's exactly it. And that's like, I can't play Marvel Puzzle Quest and watch a movie. That that just won't happen. Or a TV show with a story. It has to be something that is throwaway, like the news. <laughs> you know something unimportant <laughs> so yeah so it's story whether it's book whether it's movie whether it's painting that takes all of my focus so that's something that's, that's choosing something to focus on but I, I like this uh, the idea with the dice yeah so even even I choose something that's you know whether it's like do I want to read a book do I want to read a comic book do I want to play a video game Put it to the dice. Let fate decide. But but try to stick with it because I've tried that and yeah. I've rolled the dice and I'm like, I don't I don't know if I really want to do that. <laughs> God damn it! This is in the last few months. I cuddle Kit. It's just Aww. like I I don't know what the hell to do and I just grab Kit and cuddle him and he's See, good. Like, he's like, oh, what the fuck did I do? Yeah, that's, that's a beautiful it, option. It, well, yeah, it only lasts about three minutes because he does hit a point where he's like, yeah, okay, I need to move now. <laughs> so, but you know, for at least three minutes, I'm like, ah, I don't have to make decisions. This is nice. <laughs> Anything else to add to this gentleman? Anything else to help decision issues? Um, I think as a uh, a variation of what you said about structure is plan ahead, plan ahead. Like make, instead of like today, what am I going to do? Be a, okay, this Saturday, that's when I'm going to watch Casablanca finally. Ah. You know, something like that. Try to structure yourself ahead. Wait, you've never seen Casablanca? I, I'm talking about someone else. It's, I have. Oh, okay. I have, Try I to rewatch Casablanca. Oh Jesus! <sighs> I've watched all the Godfathers all the way through. Either that's a cardinal sin. I need to do that. But see, there you go. You schedule for Saturday. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, exactly. That's you know, and I mean, I looked around my house and I'm like, Jesus. probably never seen Citizen Kane either. I mm. mean, that's correct. I've never God seen Citizen it. Kane. Yeah, I haven't. You know, I need to mop the floor. I need to clean the counters. So I called them and I'm like, hey, you guys want a game? On Sunday, and they're wow. like, "Sure!" And boom, I now I have to clean because people are coming over. Yes, yeah, it works. It works. Giving yourself a deadline, <laughs> a deadline with with potential punishment if it doesn't get yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait. It, not always, Jeff. Did you come over and my house was really disgusting? No, and I'm just saying that that oh. that type of putting yourself under crunch does not always work. Then don't do my, it. It's working obviously my, uh, it's my the, uh, experience, but yeah. It's it's useless. <laughs> so we, we feel your pain, Jeffrey Roth, absolutely. But you know what? It's it's the kind of problem you want to have. Too many options certainly beats the L.A. story I lived. 
So, yeah. Is it anyone? Damn it! It just got too it was much. Dreams crushed. Time yeah. on it your was. Hands. It was so exciting. It's like ah, new world. This is L.A. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna look, be a star. Well, it's not right? just that. that. <laughs> it's like look at that. Look at that patch of ground over there. There is grass growing. Look there at that house that nobody, <laughs> nobody planted. Sure, it just started growing. This place is so cool. Looks like another perfect day. There's rain. <laughs> I love it's, it. It rained twice this week. Oh, wow. That is so cool. <laughs> I like this place. What is this falling from the sky? This is neat. <laughs> he loves it. Oh, my God. Sunset I, Boulevard. I joined two museums. I, I, that's, that's why I did because I knew I had a good job now. That was the one I worked at Paramount. You know, like I'm making good money. I'm going to take this money and join the museum for a year as a member, and that way I can go to it anytime I want when I don't have money. Boy, was that smart! <laughs> <laughs> no, truly, it was because I know? was trying to pick up whether it was sarcasm. <laughs> I know I was, I was like, <laughs> I was like <laughs> your expression on your face was like, yeah. Um, it, it didn't tell the other fees smart? on top of the membership. Uh, of course, it didn't help that I lived on the other side of L.A. from the museums. So it was that matter of driving all that way. Well, you burnt a lot of time that way. In L.A. traffic to get to the museum. And, yeah, sometimes you just don't want to do that. Yeah. But anyway, let's go off this topic. Let's get some news in. Here we got to do some news. News you don't give a shit about. All right. Good job. Enjoy that silence, folks, because it's gone next week. <laughs> Movie pass. Patch mode. The pet. Oh, sorry. He said, "Enjoy the silence." Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Movie pass is back in the news again. Yeah, I read this. Yeah. <laughs> this last summer, the company was plagued with issues like getting their unlimited plan, gutting it, and getting sued by their shareholders. Now, as MoviePass continues to lose money, they've started automatically re-enrolling former customers. Yeah, I saw that too. As first reported by The Verge, some former MoviePassers, who'd long since canceled their subscriptions, got an email saying that they were re-enrolled because they, quote, really hope you begin enjoying your MoviePass subscription again, unquote. So anyone in what the email refers to as a select test group, quote unquote, <laughs> has to go in and opt out by October 4th. Otherwise, they'll go back to being charged $9.95 a month. If any of these customers do end up going to movie pass again, they'll be getting the same three movie a month plan everyone else has, uh, complete with a limited number of films and showtimes available per day. Far from re- being, quote, restored to unlimited movies, as the email states. This isn't the first time MoviePass subscribers have had issues with their subscriptions. Yep. In mid-August, after MoviePass went from up to one movie a day to only three movies per month, users reported they were unable to cancel the service. If you haven't canceled MoviePass yet, now, now might be a good time. The balls in this company, and also yes. Jeff, were you ever a movie pass goer? No. Okay, because we don't want another CBS All Access bullshit. <laughs> oh, okay. There we go. All right. <laughs> did uh, did that happen to you, Kirsten? It 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 kept happening. It was funny. Oh, kept I, happening. I actually, I actually. Well, I did my big public yeah, cancellation. Yeah, you, you canceled it on the show once, yeah, and then I checked in. I checked it, and it was like, oh, it 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 was funny. Because apparently, if you used to be a member and you log on on the app, um, 
it actually it, it immediately re-enrolls you. No, uh, <laughs> you're you'll come up with your email address and the 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 dots of your password as though you are, but you're not really. Oh, okay. So it so it was weird, but there were there was at least one time that my subscription didn't stick. So I've been I've been paying attention to what matters. I've been watching my uh, bank account, and I haven't ah, yes. I haven't been charged the uh, the the nine ninety nine yet. So so watch after October fourth. Yeah, really. It I, well I haven't gotten that email. Uh, well, shit. You know what? Do you- <laughs> I've been kind of deleting them as they come in. I wonder if one of those, <laughs> one of those was uh, hmm. that. That is ballsy. You might have to it search your trash like folder. It doesn't seem like it's legal. It's weird because it's like we're resubscribing you with the exact same shit that you left us with. I don't. Uh, it okay. doesn't seem like they should be allow you to opt in something that costs money that you opted out of. That. Yeah. Right. Well, that that that's. It it sounds like a a class action lawsuit in the yeah. making. Yeah, it does. I I don't know, I don't know. You know what's really funny? Hmm. Uh, one time, this was something else entirely. Um, I actually called my my bank, my debit card, because I had a subscription on my debit card, and I said, "Can you guys block these people? Because this block, you know, this shit's driving me crazy. They, you know, and and they keep, and I'm I'm like I'm done with you, but they keep coming back and stuff." And they said, yeah, debit cards, you really can't block anyone. We can send oh. you a new card. And I was like, huh. Oh. Yeah, always, always put on your credit card, always. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Uh, I don't have a credit card. So it's sort of like, but, but it was like, I may, I may have to simply because it, it uh, yeah. You, you, it, 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 debit cards are cool in some ways, but in some ways... It doesn't. It yeah. It doesn't. It's and not if cool. enough. Enough of people start like bitching about Visa to stop. Like the Visa will push back at the company doing it. They have a lot of power. Mastercard, those kind of companies. Um, yeah. Hmm. News you don't give a shit about. In a decision rendered Wednesday, a federal judge ordered the state of Utah to pay nearly half a million dollars in legal fees for a lawsuit involving a movie theater that served alcohol during screenings of the first Deadpool movie in 2016. At the time, it was a violation of state law to offer alcohol during movies that include full frontal nudity or simulated sex. Utah Department of Alcoholic Beverage Control threatened to fine Bruvies Cinema Pub up to $25,000 and to temporarily rescind its license after it was violating the law during screenings of the R-rated adventures of Marvel's anti-hero. The Salt Lake City Theater, which had previously been fined for showing other films, including Magic Mike XXL, took the state to court and won. Utah is one of the most conservative states in the country. and it's, What? Imagine that. Its laws are heavily influenced by Mormon culture, which requires abstention from alcohol consumption. In August 2017, U.S. District Judge David Nuffer ruled that the law was in violation of the First Amendment and should be eliminated. Now, more than a year later, Nuffer has ruled that Bruvies should not, should not have to pay its legal fees for the case. Quote, the political judgment of the state is that it will enact a statute contrary to existing law and risk payment of legal fees is a legitimate choice, but it has consequences. Nuffer wrote in his order, or 
according to the Salt Lake Tribune. His ruling requires the state reimburse $474,455 in fees to Bruvy's legal team. According to the Tribune, most of the money will be donated to the DKT Liberty Project in Washington, D.C., which helped with the case. According to its website, the group, quote, was founded to promote individual liberty against encroachment by all levels of government, unquote. Yeah. Hmm. Make them laws stretch in Salt Lake City. Right. So, like, G-rated movies, they can serve beer? If there's not simulated <laughs> sex or full frontal nudity. Oh, all right. I have to admit, I want to see that G-rated movie. I don't know what the hell's going on there, but so that that's such a weird. Uh, 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 this, who am what? I talking about? This is what? such a weird law. Utah's a yeah. weird state. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's Utah. It's yeah. That's it's Utah. Yeah, that should be there. <laughs> Which is why I still, still to this day can't figure out why they do Sundance. I mean, they did Sundance there for quite a while. They they, they did, and that's not exactly the most. Uh, Shall we say? Let's just say it wasn't easy to get a whiskey after the show. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I think, isn't that why Sundance is no longer there? It probably is. Could Although be. they have relaxed the uh, the drinking Actually, they have. Yeah. Utah's relaxed a lot, as the brew uh, theater uh, proves. The fact that that exists kind of blew my mind yeah. in reading the story. Right. Sure, right. Yeah, I'm sitting there going, I'm like, really? They have a, a movie theater that serves beer now? That's yeah. interesting. Because right, it wasn't that long ago that if you wanted to drink whiskey, you had to have like a special card yeah. that allowed you to order whiskey, something like that. So uh, you still can, you still Utah. can't order it at all have on you, like have Sundays. You, have you heard of Utah the musical? I think I have heard that it exists, but I know yes. nothing beyond. It's that. like a historical musical in Utah. You can actually go and see it. It's like an ongoing. Thing. I assume it's the story of it's the this, Book of Mormon and how it. And it's came the to story be. of settling Utah. Oh, okay. Uh, very frontier. The thing that's noteworthy about it, and this is actually mind blowing, there's a flash flood scene, and they do the flood, like on stage water. Yes. Oh wow. Yes, and it was funny because uh, uh, this is back when I was working scenery, and the my bosses had seen the musical. Uh, on some kind of business trip thing that they had done, and they were very impressed with how well it was done because it was like, it was like an actual covered wagon. They're they're on the trail, and then the the flash flood happens, and water, you know, comes in. Uh, it, I think it was like a three quarter uh, staging, and so water comes in in that one area, and just it just you know everything washes away, and it's oh, wow. all wonderfully directed away it was really impressive hell i was impressed when actors rep did singing in the rain with actual raindrops <laughs> <laughs> utah the musical spectacular where's that Boom. at um uh, all i'm getting is like the cast George, recording no. oh okay Ooh, but right now is it, go- um, is it closed is it done i don't think it's playing right now oh. that i can find wow well why am i picking up my phone fuck that um <laughs> that's interesting oh because the videos that are on YouTube are dated from the most recent one is 2016. Hmm. Well, still, I mean, this was in the oh, 90s. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, that, never mind. 
I started looking at the dates instead of the titles because I was still under the the Utah the musical spectacular. Yeah, it was and the mid nineties. Oh, April twenty eighteen. Oh, the Music Man. Never mind. Yeah, the the <laughs> mid nineties when um, when my bosses had were telling me about this. So wow, this was yeah. It was. I mean, that was cool. I did that. It's that alone is like I would. I'll pay to see that because I want to see you guys execute that. I am all for stage spectacle. Yeah. It's the main reason I want to see King Kong the musical. Uh, I want to see Big Kong Puppet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. That's the name of Jeff's Wang, Big Kong Puppet. <laughs> wow. Well, Although for some reason when I was reading musicals, I started getting the stupid music machine music stuck in my head. Oh, that old yeah. Christian music machine. Music, music machine. machine. It's like, like no, no other gadget, gadget that you've ever seen. <laughs> Whatever you want to sing about, put something in it and a song will come out. Yeah. Music machine. Enjoy it, folks, because next week it'll be Andy singing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think we've mentioned Music Machine in the past. It was a yeah, it's um, a, a a thinly veiled Christian kids book with cassette tape, along with Nathaniel the Grublet, same company. Where where chicka chicka bong bong. Right, came with a little comic book. Yep, and each song had its own little comic bit that went to it. So we had it, it on vinyl. Ooh. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's it's good. But boy, yeah, that song. Talk about an earworm. Yeah. Wow. News you don't give a shit about. A group of Six Flags park goers have signed up for the theme park's 30-hour coffin challenge in honor of the 30th anniversary of its Halloween-inspired Fright Fest. These fans are willing to spend over a day in a 2-foot by 7-foot coffin provided by the park in order to get two deluxe season passes for the year a package specific to Fright Fest that includes a pair of VIP Haunted House passes and the coffin itself. Plus, if you're the last one standing, you get $300. Standing? Right. Standing. <laughs> Otherwise, wait, $300? $300. That's it. 300 dollars oh, 300 whole dollars. It's amazing what the world's coming to. I can get with $300? I'm going to stay in this hall for 30 I, hours? I, I, but that's it. saying that there's a last one standing. If more than one makes it, oh, uh, they split it. It'll be drawn <laughs> randomly between the survivors. Oh, shit. The survivors. Ow. I love wow. it. That's barely even minimum wage. <laughs> but, but, 30, Jeff, $300. I want to be there. All I got to do is lay in that. $300. All right, sign me up. 30 That's hours for $300. I want I want I want the coffin cracked open and the person climbing out and Jeff being there. Was it worth it? Is it really worth it? Was it worth it to you to do this? That was less you, than minimum wage. You would have made more at McDonald's. <laughs> two, day, two days at McDonald's you would have made more money. Stand on Jack a street ass. corner with a cardboard sign. <laughs> Uh, the challenge is from 1 p.m. on October 12th to 7 p.m. on October 13th with bathroom breaks, one six-minute break every hour. Other components of the challenge include delivery of a phone charger, so you uh, can have your phone in there, and meals in coffin, uh, random visits from Fright Fest freaks, and the ability to bring your own sleeping material as long as you and your sleeping bag still fit in the coffin. If you're one of the six people chosen per park, 
You've got to be over 18 and without any medical problems. That would make the challenge even more prone to lawsuits. And you can have a friend nearby until the park closes. Then you're on your own. If interested, you can sign up on the theme park's website. Park closes, you're on... (laughs) Also, that whole you can have your phone? No, you can't have your phone. Fucking, I agree. That's a little. You can't have your phone. That, I can do that. Yeah, Let's land a coffin with the movies. Play with my. Yeah, exactly. In fact, that there's there's your solution, Jeffrey Roth. Get in this coffin and watch a bunch of movies <laughs> and read some comic books on your phone. No, poor Jeffy. He'll be scrolling through his phone, going, <laughs> "No, no. Well, uh, do what? No. Now I'll no, just go on I Twitter. Don't, I don't. <laughs> God damn it! I still don't know. I think it would be more challenging if they only allow you to charge your phone once in those thirty Ooh. hours. So you have to cram in as much entertainment in as much battery that you have available. That's and right. And then when it dies, it's dead. You right. don't get to... And that's nope. your light. That's yep. your only light. Nope. No phone at all. See, mine would be no no, no bathroom breaks, no phone at all. Do <laughs> you want to be in that car? No phone, no lights, no motor. No. On top of that, Matt wouldn't even tell them that they get inserted into the ground head first. <laughs> it would just happen. With Matt sitting on the coffin. Buried yeah, alive. Playing a banjo. Buried alive. <laughs> Sorry. That kind of happens when I hear that. <laughs> As it's want to do. <laughs> so, yeah. Go go play in a coffin for a $300 in a VIP. Maybe. Pass. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd, do, I'd do 30 hours for a guaranteed million. Well, yeah. You know? Yeah. Hell, you could bury me on the ground for a guaranteed million. I'd be doped up on Valium and... Of 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 uh Ambien, whatever the fuck I could get my hands on. He'd call you up like Kristen, how you doing? Yeah, fine. Take me on another ketamine trip. Oh God. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't that be great if it was like a sleep deprivation experience for him? Torgo comes out believing in God. (laughs) Yeah, but didn't didn't your experience like your perception of time was a lot slower than it actually (laughs) was? So it would true. make it it would make it seem like sixty hours instead. Dude, I touched the infinite. Absolutely. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great. Go over so like, so basically like slow mo from Judge Dredd. I would I would escape I would come out of that coffin as mist. <laughs> yeah, really. Long gray hair and a beard down to your <laughs> belly and you're just like oh, Jeff, you haven't aged a day. What God it's only been a day. It. What? <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> you betrayed me. <laughs> you're still young and youthful. Look at me. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. The long-delayed film version of Gambit is slowly taking shape. Yeah, don't give a shit. And nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> Producer Simon Kinberg says hey, the... come on. What, what? Nothing. Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> it wasn't meant for the show. Oh, He's okay, just, okay. Yeah, no, don't. It's just bitter. Producer Simon Kinberg says production on the film should begin early next year and will have a, quote, romantic or sex comedy vibe to it, unquote. Oh. Oh, they saw Deadpool, and they were like, hey, (laughs) this works, yeah. The project, which is set to star Channing Tatum as the kinetic energy-controlling Cajun mutant, has been in the works since 2014, but struggles to find a director have led to multiple delays. Gore Verbinski was the last, uh, the the third director attached to the project. Gore Verbinski. But he left in January due to scheduling conflicts, so while no one is attached to helm the project, Kinberg tells IGN that the movie has a great script, unquote. 
the character, perhaps best known for so he laughs as he walks to the fridge. Perhaps best known for his uh, use of playing cards as a weapon was created in the 1990s. K- Taylor Kitsch uh, played the role in the 2009 X-Men Origins Wolverine film. Kinberg, producer on several X-Men movies and TV series, as well as the up- upcoming Dark Phoenix, which he is directing, is confident they will have handle on the character. Quote, when you look at Gambit, he's a hustler and a womanizer, and we just felt like there was an attitude, a swagger to him that led itself to romantic comedy, he told IGN. So Gambit, the romantic comedy, coming to a theater near you. I'm still sure it's going to have superpowers and villains. It's just going to do this, too. No, everyone's kind of just staring either at me or off into space with this one. Just trying to think, who's going to be the main villain? Yeah. Sex. He- sex is going to be the main villain. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> well, obviously, sex is a weapon. The Royal Flush Gang. Oh, okay. Because cards. Yeah, get it? Yeah, cards. The- yeah, yeah, I know yeah. they're DC, but yeah. cards. <laughs> oh, boy. I That YouTube thing where Xavier is interviewing people and he's talking to Gambit. That was, that's Gambit. That that's your movie right there. You've done it. It's done. Yeah. You don't need to worry about. It. So oh, some knickknacks. <laughs> yeah. Throwing cut, powered knickknacks. Cut off all the fingers on the gloves, or none of them. Don't. You, you, what's this two finger glove thing? <laughs> <laughs> Weekend geek. Yay! Woohoo! Between Netflix, okay, this is kind of on the edge because this is gonna make you happy, man. We basically got kind of like the final things with... The, uh, between Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, DC Universe, CBS, All Access, HBO Now, and many Thanks, others. <laughs> there are lots of streaming services. Oh, yeah, plenty. But here's the current lowdown on the officially titled Disney Play. That is the name of the streaming service. Disney Play. They will launch in... 2019, though the company still hasn't provided an exact date. In an interview with a Hollywood reporter, CEO Bob Iger revealed that about 500 movies from the Disney library, along with about 7,000 episodes of Disney TV shows, will hit the service. Netflix struck a deal with Disney for the streaming rights to Marvel and Star Wars movies, but that deal expires in 2020. That means that Ant-Man and the Wasp will be the last MCU movie to hit Netflix, and that starting with Captain Marvel, Disney Play will be the only place to stream the franchise. However, there are no current plans to remove Netflix original series featuring Marvel characters. That's Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, The Defenders, and The Punisher. Hulu's original Marvel series, Runaways, will likely remain on Hulu, as Disney hasn't indicated that it will be taking that series. In addition to the missing Netflix shows, there will be some notable omissions. The first six Star Wars movies will not be available to stream on Disney Play as they sold the TV rights to Turner Broadcasting. That means that until 2024, only TNT and TBS have the ability to stream episodes 1 through 6. Bloomberg reports that Disney is trying to buy the rights back, though nothing has come from the talks yet. Additionally, there won't be any R-rated movies on Disney Play and any R-rated titles will instead be available to stream on Hulu. Disney doesn't make R-rated movies, though the company owns Touchstone, which has released a few films with that rating, including Con Air and Starship Troopers. 
Disney used to own Miramax, which made plenty of R-rated films. But since they sold that production company in 2010, none of those films will be to Disney's to, Disney's to stream anymore. It's unclear if any Fox movies, including X-Men franchise and Avatar, will eventually end up on Disney Play. The company is going to produce a lot of original content. According to Deadline, Disney aims to produce four or five movies and five original TV series for the service's first year. Some of the upcoming titles include Don Quixote, Lady and the Tramp, The Paper Magician, Stargirl, Togo, Magic Camp, Three Men and a Baby, Sword and the Stone, and Timmy Failure. Though it's unclear when exactly to expect any of these films. Jon Favreau is making the live-action Star Wars series that's set three years after Return of the Jedi, while Variety recently broke the news that Disney's also making live-action Loki and Scarlet Witch shows starring MCU actors Tom Hiddleston and Elizabeth Olsen. There will also be series based on Monsters, Inc. and High School Musical. There isn't an exact price yet. In an earnings call in late 2017, Iger said the Disney play's price point will be, quote, substantially below where Netflix is, unquote. It'll start there, then slowly move up every single year. Netflix costs between 8 and $14 a month, so if Disney's plans haven't changed, signing up for Disney Play should be less than that. Does any of this make you interested in Disney Play, gentlemen? Nope. No, really? Not at all. Live action Star Wars, uh, MCU just, attached I'm, things with original actors. It just, I don't want to sign up for any other streaming services. I just don't. I mean, I wouldn't have Hulu if Hulu wasn't free with my cell subscription. A fine point. Um, I think Netflix would be the one I would only actively sign up for if we didn't already have it. And even Netflix, I'm starting to... I mean, it, it's it's moving more towards only Netflix originals because like, the amount of movies that they don't own just really seem to be falling off like i was looking through the new releases the other day and i'm like it's like netflix original netflix original netflix original i scrolled through that whole thing and i'm like while there was a good amount of netflix originals i would be interested in watching there were no other third-party titles in there that i was like wow there's not one movie from the last like year all these movie companies taking their stuff back they learned they could their own make, streaming. Well, it's because they learned they could make their own money directly off of it. Until they can't. I might do it. I don't know because Marvel stuff. I I I like Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> I like Tom Hiddleston too. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. I'd have sex with either one. <laughs> <laughs> well, he could just. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I'm just gonna end it right there. But anyways, yeah, uh, I'm, on, I'm on page. Two. I don't want to sign up for another thing. Um, Netflix right now. I'm even wavering. Like, I think the last thing I watched was maybe like four or five days ago, where I actually turned it on. I Hell, guess. I mean, half like, the movies that I used to go on Netflix for, you know, like anticipating, oh, this month on Netflix they're gonna have, you know, something that I missed in the theater like yeah. three or four months ago. Now it's it's only on HBO, Cinemax, or Showtime. That's that's the only way you can get it, and you got to wait for it. And then, of course, you get that one random movie that I really want to see that only winds up on Stars, which I don't have. 
so it's like it, ugh. you can rent frustrating. it. I I did actually. I I did rent uh, all the money in the world, which was the. Uh, How do you do that? That was the the movie that oh, uh, the movie title. that Kevin okay. Spacey famously got uh, nixed from eight days. Uh, sorry, ten days before the movie was supposed to be released, and then they brought in um, oh Plummer uh, Christopher Plummer and did eight quick days of shooting, editing, and then still made their release date. How'd that work out? It actually worked fine. Uh, okay. When I was watching a lot of the extras... Listen, don't wait for the transition. Answer now! Well, <laughs> it was interesting because when I was watching the extras, they talked about how Spacey only spent 10 days working on the film. So they made up 10 days worth of shooting with him in eight days and then got it cut and still released it to theaters. Wow. Didn't they? And uh, When was that? Last year? Yes. Uh, Did, didn't? It's did, either early this year or late last year. Well, I'm asking because... What didn't Plummer get nominated or something? Yes, something. I mean it was it was an interesting that's what movie. I, it was, it was that's an what Oscar, I thought. Got an Oscar nomination for something it's based I don't on a true story. I think for that. Yeah, I think it was for yeah. that. Yeah. Which you know, hey, an emergency last Oscar, <laughs> the last eight days. days just before we release. Come on and do this Oscar nomination. If you're halfway good. Yeah, fuck it. Give him an Oscar nom. Jesus, I can't wait for the movie version of that called The Last Eight Days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That that actually would be a really cool movie. Like you, had, like a a movie about movie making, and you you've got the whole thing shot in, in the quote unquote proverbial can since they shoot it all digitally. Which is one of the points that was made on there is that if we hadn't shot this digitally, we and and with the digital distribution that most of the theaters take now, they would not have been able to get that. Oh yeah, into the theaters yeah. in time. Yeah, not with if you did it on film, forget about it. Because I mean, the movie was basically already cut, so all they had to do was cut in the new yeah. scenes, and they they you know did most of the same setups that they did with Plummer that they did with Spacey, and very cool. Um, it said the characterization that uh, Plummer did was far different than than they did with Spacey, but it actually worked out very well. And uh, I don't know. I mean, it to me, it looked seamless. Like, there was maybe one scene that I was like, wait a minute, and it ended up being a scene that was from far away, and it, you know, it could have either been Spacey or Plummer, and I think it was like a, a stand-in anyway for this far shot. So What's the name of the movie? Again? All the Money in the World. It's, uh, it's basically, about the kidnapping thing, right? Yeah, um... Because uh, I do remember the after-school special, or was it the Saturday morning OG, uh, Captain O.G. Readmore thing called All the Money in the World? So I don't think it's the same one. It's, is that the one where Kevin Spacey makes a wish on a leprechaun? <laughs> if not, that's not the one. Yeah, okay? that that's doesn't the one I remember. sound like it. <laughs> that does not sound like it. Because that was the catch-22 for the kid. The kid wishes for all the money in the world. Okay, it was released in December. I am telling the story. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, your, your story was going nowhere. <laughs> you just said, uh, you're done. That's it. You're wow. wow. It that was, came from Jeff. Right? <laughs> it was released in December of 2017. There you go. So uh, it was eligible. So, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm remembering that right. Mm-hmm. I I haven't with 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 my my soul crushed. I haven't really been watching the Oscars lately. So, but I, I haven't watched to, it in so long. I seem to re- <laughs> remember that. What the hell what is that doing? noise? That little tiny burps. That wasn't a burp. That sounded like it came out of the opposite side. No, that was <laughs> burps. Oh, okay. 
You heard it here, folks. <laughs> Rewind it. That would have yeah, worked. I just boofed. <laughs> so anyway, the kid wishes for all the money in the world. Okay. And all the money in the world goes flying into the barn through the air. Yeah. All right. And then the world economy collapses because all the money went into the barn. So then they're like, okay, we're at an emergency thing. We are going to create a new money, and we'll, we're going to make it out of this stuff. And the moment they do, all that money flies into the barn, and basically the kid feels sorry and takes the wish back. You mean the money keeps flying in? Yeah. They, every time they create a new kind of way of doing money, it goes to the wow. barn. Wow. See? That's the wish that keeps on giving. Right? That's but, cool. But only the kid can spend it. Because the moment the he spends it for something, that money goes right back to the barn. Oh. Yeah. Stupid shit. It's destruction, man. World economy destruction. Yeah. Fight the man. My God. What does he think he is? A Coke <laughs> brother? Starring Christopher Plummer. Oh. You know, he could... Actually, I like that. I'd get on board with that. Christopher Plummer is one of the Coke brothers. That would like be interesting. Backstory. Who'd be the other one? Who'd be the other Coke brother? Spacey. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy has signed a three-year extension to remain president Yay! of Lucasfilm. Woohoo! Cue, cue the crowd noise. I want lots of cheers, Torgo. <laughs> she will be responsible for overseeing the new films and help expand Star Wars with the new television shows. The Hollywood Reporter says the deal is a vote of confidence in Kennedy, who has been overseeing Lucasfilm since Disney acquired it from George Lucas for $4 billion in 2012. As the leader of the production company, she helped spearhead the latest releases of Star Wars films, which includes The Force Awakens, Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, The Last Jedi, and Solo, A Star Wars Story. Three of the four were genuine hits, while Solo failed to meet box office expectations. The franchise has continued to thrive, thanks in part to merchandising and the upcoming opening of Disneyland's merchandising. merchandising. Star Wars <laughs> Galaxy's Edge. Uh, Lucasfilm is also developing an untitled Indiana Jones 5 film starring Harrison Ford and will be directed by Steven Spielberg. The sequel recently pushed its release date an entire year after it was revealed that there were script issues that needed to be resolved. So I don't know if it's just the schadenfreude in me, but man, I want to watch videos of the toxic fanboys reading that announcement and just bawling their eyes out. Dude, why did they re-up her contract? Oh. It's funny. I, I made a I made a post that jokingly said, only three more years of boycotting left. And sure enough, I saw at least one YouTube video where some asswipe actually said that. <laughs> oh, wow. He's just like, three more years of boycotting. It, it, I like boycotting. 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 We are the boycotting. But um, did you boof yet? Huh? Did you boof yet? Uh, give me a minute. <laughs> but... Um, Clean that yeah, up, please. They're 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 popping up in my recommends because <laughs> once again, I wish the hell you the could algorithm. actually select something and say YouTube, do not use this for recommendations. Amazon does that. Isn't there which a is good? Isn't, isn't there an incognito mode of YouTube that you can watch yeah, videos and it doesn't go in the there. algorithm? God, Jeff, you're always adding these extra steps. And you can always <laughs> go to the video itself, and in the other options, you can say not interested. Uh, that helps your algorithm. Can you? Yeah. 
At least I, I can on the uh, mobile version. It's so difficult. Mo- mobile. So I assume you tap, can on the tap, computer version. Oh. I don't know. I, wow, I have. I'm doing. You need listening to this guy make fun. You're like, oh, it's so difficult. Kirsten, tap tap. What? That's what you just said. What happened? I, I said, I said it's so difficult. Tap to open YouTube. Tap here. Tap incognito. You're done. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 I had a similar discussion with him this last week. I think along the same lines of like, I don't want to do all the electric dude, stuff. He's like, just just tap tap. Dude, when you fall through into the rabbit hole, you're not like, all right, do I want to incognito? No, I'm okay. I'll just but. You know, you just want to fall, all right? <laughs> Jesus, but but they they anyway they keep popping up, and it is, dude. It's like oh, three more years of ruined Star Wars, and oh my God, the worst decision that they could have ever made. And it's so funny because there was uh, that one bozo. She showed up on my Twitter feed on something uh, who actually had an inside. She spread the inside source rumor that Kennedy was on her way out ah. that all of the man babies bukkakied on and, <laughs> and so so you know you had this stench of bukkake in the air and then she's actually around for three more years it was awesome oh. what a bunch of fucking moron babies and then you had the one where you saw on Twitter, when I shared your thing, and then I started being a smartass, and some some somebody popped in and, and did a re- full research thesis paper about <laughs> people that went after uh, Ryan Johnson. Yeah, on his Twitter feed, went after, and it turns out a, at least half of them are bots. Yeah, and a, a choice bunch from Russia. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's an interesting research paper. Yeah. I I. I Retweeted on the Twitter feed if uh, if you want to. I've, it I've out there. seen. I've seen. I mean, I've you you've seen them. So, those Last Jedi. If you say you hate Last Jedi, your YouTube video gets this weird signal boost, and you get hundreds of thousands of views. And there are so many YouTube channels where no other video in that channel gets gets you know that much. There are some that get one thousand or two thousand. I've seen one that's gotten a couple hundred, you know, per per video. And then his one shit on Last Jedi is 300,000. It's 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 actually very funny. So, but I honestly, I'm looking at that and I'm thinking that a lot of that is artificial signal boost uh from bots and shit like that. And he uh part of one of the uh ancillary parts of that paper he actually said haters are a distinct minority. Yes. There's not the, – the haters are way, way overblown in terms of how many of them there are. Sure. And we're not talking about, you know, the movie which just wasn't for you. We're talking about the people who go out there with vitriol. Yeah. Th- these are the ones that are following Re- Ryan Johnson sure. expressly so that every time he pops up, they can jump on and talk about your shitty movies. Sure. When, when I, I first saw this news on Twitter and I just responded, I think it was to IGN. And I'm like, yeah, I, yay, Kathleen Kennedy. I like what she's done with it. So I'm glad this has happened. And oh, yeah, they came after me. Uh, the the yeah. insults. I had to block a few of them because I'm like, I just go away. Yep. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. I got one who did the the standard. Yes, we love what we are told to love. Mm. It's like holy shit. So many people say that. It's like, god damn it. That had to have come from a Russian bot. That had to have. <laughs> 
so many of them are saying it's like the the conservatives who talk about how Gorsuch was an impeccable choice for justice. I saw so much of that. I'm like, okay, that came from one source. That came from somewhere, and all these people are reading it. It's very funny. But yeah, it's just yeah. Yay, Kathleen! Woohoo! Personally, I like it because you, you all know my feelings about Last Jedi. I think it's great. Your mileage may vary. Yeah. As a bit of a Star Trek taste, in between Discovery's first and second season, which won't be here until 2019, CBS All Access is launching a four-part four series of short films called Short Treks. The first of the four is entitled Runaway and starring Tilly, that played by Mary Wiseman, during the first short, which seems to take place after the end of season one, Ensign Tilly finds an alien aboard the SS Discovery when it is in need and might find what she needs from Tilly. The short premiere is a so premiere is, is full 10 to 15 minutes, each one of these are, so they're not big. Yeah. Uh, it's a premiere on the streaming service. After that, fans will have to wait until November 8th for the next short. Uh, Runaway premieres October 4th. I was wondering what steps they would take to try to get Trek people to stay on CBS All Access in between seasons. Well, I mean, they forget about it. Like it's Jeff. a plan. <laughs> they're 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 in deep into shooting, so they said it. I mean, the the rumor mill is that it could start as as soon as like January February 2019, as opposed to you know waiting sure. until the fall of next year. So here are these ten minute movies to say yeah. don't go anywhere. Don't, don't yeah. unsubscribe. Yeah. Because I think, uh, if I remember correctly, Jonathan Frakes just finished filming the sixth episode of the season. Okay. And, and Twilight Zone's still coming. Stay with us, people. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the last season was, uh, was it November, December? No, sorry, September, no, October, November, and then they took, like, December off, and then they re-upped back in January. That sounds and right. And finished it out, if I remember correctly, so... If they do it in January, they're not like entirely far behind. It's only been a year. But they were doing that thing like Hulu does, where yeah. it's one episode a week. Yeah. On the season, so you can't yeah. binge it till it's all done. Yeah, you can't binge. I mean, that's what I did. I waited till that that first half of the season was out, and then I binged it, and then canceled it, and then re-upped at the end of the season. So I, I used I the first one. I used you know the the free trial right to binge it, and then the second that, half that's I was how like, you, and that's how you stayed on it and paying for it because you didn't cancel it. No, the second time around is when I... Oh, the second time you forgot to cancel. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's become Matt's, Matt's chagrin forever. Yeah. 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 But fortunately... Is it going to be better than like, when I re-upped, this whole spore drive bullshit? Like, is it... Uh, you know what? I will say, <laughs> Discovery is really good. I like yeah, Discovery. It is. It is really good. I like it. They, uh, they, they made me a believer. Not in the streaming service, but that they could bring Trek uh, back again. As a TV show. The key to liking, the key to liking all of these is just, it's another space opera show. Yeah. Just don't worry about the Trekness. Just watch this neat space opera show. And you do that and you love them all. I learned to love, love. I learned to really like Enterprise. Sure. Because it was just another space opera show. It's like Expanse. It's like whatever the fuck else they've got out there where people are blowing shit up in space. And then you're fine. 
unless you're Matt, because then you're all angry and bitter and shit, and you're just you're not gonna. Yeah, I mean, I Enterprise had its stumbles, but overall, it fit in that that niche perfectly. I mean, it was that it was exactly what they said it was going to be. It was that kind of that lead up to. Yeah, and there, look, I mean, there. I personally, I there's always choices where you're just like oh fuck why are you doing that god damn it and that's where you have to let it go just let it go and just watch ships in space and shit blowing up you'll be fine let it go i i do let it go have to say i enjoy when some of the the writers and the technical advisors and stuff call out the fans that are it's like, well, those don't look like Klingons, any Klingons. It's like, well, the original series Klingons didn't look like the movie Klingons. And uh, this is one of the houses. This was like 17 Klingon houses. 24. Uh, Come on. Something. Trekkie. Yeah. And they said. <laughs> and we, oh, you're a Trek guy. It's 24. Oh, oh, shit. I'm tired. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> and they made the point. That it's like we've never seen every single oh, Klingon house. I hate that shit because it's just like, oh, Please, just for fucking fuck's sake, just just sit there and say this. Don't don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. There's no explanation. the The uniforms are different. Discovery has interest ship dr- beaming. All right. In the original series, they made a big thing about how nobody really does that because it's too dangerous. There's tons of shit. Just don't worry about it. Just fucking watch it and enjoy it and shut up. Ride the wave. Yeah, man. it's just it's another space opera. Ride that ketamine to the infinite. And it's fun, <laughs> you know? You got you got ray guns. You got your ships shooting rays at each other and photon torpedoes. Cosmic ray. Why are you getting all bent <laughs> oh, out? No. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Why did they shoot me? Ow. But yeah, yeah, just just if you get all call up, caught, caught up in cannon, you're going to shoot yourself in the head because they're deliberately looking for new viewers. That's really what it comes down it's to. It's not a kick in the balls. You just got to be mature and realize discovery son of a is bitch. not for you. <laughs> it's for someone new. And, that's, and it works. Zachary Quinto... After the first Star Trek movie came out, I was at that con, that Star Trek con, huge fucking thousands of people in the giant uh, whoever the fuck they're naming it theater this year. Right. (laughs) And Zachary goes, how many of you is this your first Star Trek convention? And it was a majority of the hands. A lot of hands. It was like 80 or 90%. You were there too. I was there too. Yep. And And he said... Well, how many of you are here because of the new movie? It was it was a jillion people. It yeah. was it was all about the new movie with the new cast and the new way they're approaching it. And didn't he also ask us like, and how many people because of the new movie have gone back and watched? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. yeah. It, it said something like to the effect of like, how many new fans that the movie was your first exposure to Star Trek have gone back and watched other Star Trek? And there wasn't everybody that raised their hands for the film, but a good portion of those yes. people had gone back and watched other Star Trek. He asked really good like, questions. So, yeah, he was, yeah, uh, he, he was a great um, guest star. And that's a key to the lot that's of the news. what's yeah. going on. It's that's just, what Next Gen was. Next Gen wasn't for 
That's original series what the prequels viewers. of Star Wars were. Yeah. Well, episode All right, one don't three. fuck up this conversation, Torgo. <laughs> That's true, though. The, the, the younger generation, they love one through three. No, he's are you okay, Matt? They are he's not, right. not for us. I'm just stuck on the whole Klingons thing because I've seen that <laughs> I've seen that alien before. It's called a reptilian fucking Zindi. Okay? <laughs> That's what it is. Make, make, if you want to do a different Klingon, you what what, it, what what if the reptilian Zindi were actually like an offshoot of the Klingons? Sort of like Romulans were offshoots of the Vulcans. It's entirely <laughs> okay. possible that a whole bunch of Klingons went to the, to the Expanse. Was it called the Expanse? It was the Zindi Expanse. It was, no, wasn't no, no. it? It was, um, the Zin- no, wasn't it? I don't know. Jeff? Delphic Expanse, something yeah, like that? Yeah, it was the Expanse. It was the Expanse, yeah, you're right. D- yeah. Right, but the Zindi were in there, and so the Klingons ended up with them. It's entirely possible. What, what's your reptilian fucking Zindi? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. That's what it is. <laughs> and until next week, I'm Master Torgo. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Kapla. We'll talk to you next week in Geek. And remember, at Scoop Fest, we will be doing The Couchman live. I was right. It is the Delphic Expanse. Woohoo! See, I knew it was Expanse. How many houses are in there? 17? Shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> you, when you get that 18th house, then you can start turning them into hotels. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. Todd does not want to end on that note. <laughs> <laughs> Just press the stop button. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye, Mr. Conductor. Goodbye, music machine. Goodbye. Yes, yes. Goodbye, children. You'll be back. Music machine, like no other gadget that you've ever seen. Whatever you want to sing about.